It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver. Make sure you follow Locked On Wizards on Twitter at Locked On Wizards and follow me on Twitter at, as well at EDT Triple O F L A Double T. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Wizards Podcast wherever you get your podcast. So today was pretty much a jam packed day with kind of some news. We had Media Day with Tommy Shepard. I do want to get to that. Um, and then I do want to get to uh, Bradley Bill. His rankings came out. I do want to react to that. Uh, you know, there's some people, you know, arguing and going back and forth on social media about where he was ranked. So we'll discuss that. And then um, I do have some mailbag questions that I do want to get to. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get to them today or on Monday. Um, so there's just a lot, a lot to talk about in the Wizards world. And also we'll discuss or I'll discuss a little bit of what uh, Tony Kornheiser from PTI had to say about the Washington Wizards. He said that Bradley Bill, the Wizards should swap Bradley Bill for Ben Simmons. So we'll touch on that. Uh, just real quick, um, you know the Wizards when they they don't get me- they don't get mentioned in the national media a lot. So um, I, I do like to chime in on what some of the national media guys say on the Washington Wizards just to get my reaction in and um, you know to get our pulse on it because you know like I said we don't get covered by the national media that much to be honest. So um, just news and nuggets again before we get started. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Um, media day, uh, I'm sorry, not media day, but, uh, Tommy Shepard had a press conference today. Wes Unsell is going to have a press conference on Friday. So he's going to talk to the media and then media day is on the 27th, which is Monday. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And then training camp starts, uh, September 28th. The first preseason game of the season is, uh, against the Houston Rockets Tuesday, October 5th at eight o'clock. We play the Knicks on October 9th at seven o'clock and then we play the, the Raptors on October 12th at seven o'clock the Knicks on October 15th at seven thirty. so we have four preseason games just want to get you guys updated on that so you guys can know the schedule and just get ready man it's heating up basketball is finally finally almost here we get to talk about some games instead of rankings and other all-season stuff so I, I just can't wait I can't wait for some actual um basketball some real competition to actually happen I'm, I'm I'm even excited to see some preseason basketball that's how excited I am uh right now so uh let's get into uh, what Tony Kornheiser had to say at first, and it's it's hilarious because I remember when Justin Kutcher, the uh, play-by-play announcer with Drew Gooden, called Ben Simmons the most overrated player in the NBA, and it was just hilarious because I remember everybody bashed Justin Kutcher so much, but Justin Kutcher kind of, he ended up being right about the situation. Now, Ben Simmons is a good player, don't get me wrong, he was all-NBA, he's been a three-time all-star, uh, made the all-defensive team, all-rookie rookie of the year as well. Um, all rookie team. I mean, the guy is stealing. He led the league in steals one year in 2020. Um, he's a triple double machine, all that stuff. But he just, you know, he, he's not willing to shoot the basketball. He lost confidence in himself. You know, there's hack of Ben Simmons. Like there, you were, you know, the Wizards try to use it too in the playoffs. Hack a hack a Shaq with hack of Ben Simmons. When you have a 
player that is supposed to be your number one or number two option, and he's scared to go to the free throw line, he's scared to shoot a layup or even dunk the basketball, he's 6'10", he's just a liability on the floor. So personally, I would not, I would not make the trade for Bradley Bill straight up for Ben Simmons. Uh, I wouldn't do it because you, you just kind of know what's going to happen in the fourth quarter with Ben Simmons. He's not willing to shoot the ball. Where you know Bradley Bill flourishes in the fourth quarter. I do want to see Bradley Bill um, be a little more um, better with his ball handling in the clutch. There are some times where Bradley Bill does dribble the ball off his foot or he'll fall and trip and things like that. But I think he's improving with that in the last second shots. Uh, but Ben Simmons, you just know there's a dead end with, with Ben Simmons at the free throw line and just shooting shots. So Ben Simmons had the lowest free throw percentage in, in a single playoff in NBA history, minimum seven attempts with 34% uh, in 2021 from the free throw line. He's, he's in the same, in the same room with Shaquille O'Neal, who shot 37% from the, from the free throw line of the playoffs in 2006. Wilt Chamberlain shot 38% in 1968. So he is in good company, but 30% from the free throw line, it just can't happen. There was in, in four games in a row, Ben Simmons did not shoot a single shot in the fourth quarter in the playoffs against the Atlanta Hawks. So, uh, it's just inexcusable. I mean, for you to be that good and that talented and be the number one option, and he did get that that um, that huge deal, uh, it just can't happen. It can't happen. You cannot be one of the top players in the league and you're not able to shoot in the fourth quarter. But like I said, Ben Simmons is super, super talented, but I'm, I'm just not making that trade Bradley Bill straight up for Ben Simmons. Now, Michael Wilbon did go on to say that maybe the Wizards could uh, get Ben Simmons because his value is so low without having to trade Bradley Bill. Now, that is something to consider a little bit. I wouldn't – I still wouldn't make that move. I mean, I, I got – you know, you got to think what you have to – you probably have to give up Marjus Harrell, which is fine, um, and Dinwiddie and some other guys in a first-round pick because they're going to win a lot for Ben Simmons. So, it is intriguing. And, of course, it's something to talk about ESPN. You know, they're looking for something to talk about. It's the offseason. That's why I'm excited for basketball to finally get back so we can talk about some guys playing and have a competition. Um, but, yeah, so – Kornheiser, he said the trade benefits both teams. It really only benefits the Sixers, in my opinion. That would definitely make them a championship contender with, with Bradley Bill and Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. If they're able to keep all those guys in Seth Curry, that would, the Sixers would be nasty. See, that's what the national media does. They they think of other ways to make other teams better, but they don't really think about the Washington Wizards. They want to do the jersey swap. Everybody does that. And they want to see the Sixers get better. They want to see other, they want to see the Miami Heat get, get better, the Lakers get better. They want the Lakers to have Bradley Bill. So this, this always happens with the Washington Wizards all the time. Um, and, of course, Michael Wilbon did agree with Tony Kornheiser. He did give Tommy Shepard some praise. He said he's done such a good job over the last two summers, plus drafts. The Washington Wizards are two quality players deep at every position. I can agree with that for sure. Uh, we did get deeper. We got some wing depth. We got guard depth. We have big men depth. Uh, he said they got players. Philadelphia needs players now. They're close, Wilbon said. They got Joel Embiid, and they're paying him big time. So he pumps up the Sixers, which Bradley Bill certainly will help. Um, Kornheiser says that this guy, Ben Simmons, is a much better defender than Bradley Bill. He's a much better rebounder, a much better passer. We'll integrate more people on the team. So I get that, but Ben Simmons is not going to come in and help this roster at all. He's not going to make us he, – he would he would help us, but we would still be in that eighth through 11th playing C with Ben Simmons coming, on, coming in. So, uh, once again, it's a no for me with that trade. I wouldn't do it, but like I said, it, it's fun to talk about in the all season. So – it was intriguing. Got a lot of Wizards fans upset on social media, so it's just interesting to talk about. But yeah, I, I wouldn't make the, I would not make that move for Ben Simmons at all. I would keep Bradley Bill in DC. Now the only thing is, we do have to see if Bradley Bill is going to sign that extension in October, and uh, see where the team is at by the trade deadline. Those are going to be interesting things. Is just see where this roster is. If Bradley Bill really wants to stay, is he going to sign that extension offer in October? 
or, you know, before the trade deadline. We got to see how this roster is and how the season goes. If everything goes well, I think he will um, put pen to paper and sign that extension. So, but yeah, let's get into some realistic Wizards talk here. We'll get into the rankings and then we'll also get into uh, some nuggets that Tommy Shepard said from his press conference today. Uh, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. My favorite cookie is the cookies and cream cookie. They have coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, salted caramel, strawberry, and German chocolate and orange. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of the each of the other nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macro, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories raising from 130 to 180, only 45 grams of sugar and only 45 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so let's get into these rankings here, man. Bradley Bill, man, he's getting some praise. He's really getting some praise in that recognition, man. He had a great year last year being the second and leading scorer in the NBA, third team All-NBA, also an all-star starter. Bradley Bill is getting some respect on his name right now. So where he was ranked in the Sports Illustrated uh, top 15 players for 2022, of course, Kevin Durant was number one. Uh, Giannis is number two. I have no argument with that. LeBron, number three, I have no argument with that. I think um, Katie and Giannis, and Giannis have surpassed. Um, LeBron and um, I think I think I just think they're better than him right now. You know, LeBron, Father Time, he's about thirty-seven, so uh, I just think Kevin Durant is better than him, and Giannis is better than LeBron as well. Uh, Steph at four, I have no argument with that. Steph is still Steph, man. People forget that. Like Steph and Clay coming back this year, they're my sleeper. If Clay if Clay Thompson comes back one hundred percent healthy, they still got Andrew Wiggins, they still got Draymond Green, they got Andre Iguodala. You know, of course, people, some Wizards fans that. Otto Porter, Porter is a polarizing player for the Washington Wizards. Um, he's a good off the bench, man. That's a good bench piece. It really Jordan Poole off the bench. He's a legitimate scorer. Um, they got, you know, James Wiseman coming back healthy in the middle of the year. So he can, you know, he can if he can just rebound and defend and finish around the rim, Warriors going to be a sleeper team, in my opinion, in the Western Conference. Uh, Nikola Jokic, number five. Luka, number six. James Harden, number seven. Um, I feel like James Harden and Luka, you can interchange. I think James Harden is a better player over Luka Doncic, to be honest. Um, Joel Embiid at number eight. I think Joel Embiid could be a little bit higher than than Luka as well. So it, it's debatable. It's a tough one. Um, Anthony Davis, number nine. Kawhi, number 10. You can probably bump up Kawhi a little bit more than, than 10, to be honest with you. Um, Kawhi, you know, he's got the ACL injury, so that might be why. Um, Damian Lillard at number 11. I have no problem with that. Damian Lillard, he's borderline top 10 for sure. Uh, Paul George at number 12. Jason Tatum at number 13. Jimmy Butler at 14. And Bradley Bill comes in at 15. Now, you can argue, it's a coin flip in my opinion between Tatum and Jimmy Butler. I think Bradley Bill had the better year than uh, than Jimmy Butler, to be honest with you. You know, you look at the, the shooting splits. Now, the only thing is being a two-way player. 
Jimmy Butler is locked down. So that's 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 probably why Sports Illustrated put Jimmy Butler over Bradley Beal just because he does it on both ends. You know, he's been a number one player on the team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, Jimmy Butler has been in the league and, and done that for a little while. Uh, Jason Tatum, you can go back and forth on this one too. Tatum is a good player. He really is. He's a good player. He's led his team to the Eastern Conference Finals twice. Went to the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble. Went to the Eastern Conference Finals um, against LeBron where they, where they went to Game Seven. So he's been a leader on a, on a great team. He has had a better roster. The thing with Bradley Bill, he just hasn't had in the last two or three years. You know, John Wall's been injured, and we just haven't had a good roster around Bradley Bill. So I just feel like Bradley Bill's kind of like in that Devin Booker realm. But Bradley Bill's better than Devin Booker, but he just needs a Chris Paul or somebody else. He just needs a better roster around him. So he can get that recognition because right now they're looking, you know, the national, the, the casual take on Bradley Bill is that he's scoring 30 points on bad teams, which, you know, you look at the roster, they're not great. It's probably, you know, last year was probably about bottom 10 roster, to be honest with you. Look at our starting five, you know, we had, you know, no disrespect to Alex Lynn. I love Alex Lynn, but he was starting, you know, we had guys that probably won't start on a lot of teams in the NBA, to be honest with you. Alex Lynn is not going to start on a lot of teams. Uh, Hollow Neto, uh, who else? You know, we we had a lot of guys that just would not start on NBA rosters, to be honest with you. So, but Bradley Bill's a great player, man. He just has to lock in defensively. I think once he steps his game up on the defensive end, and Wes Unsell can get him to buy in a lock in, he was supposed to be uh, a lockdown defender for the USA team in the Olympics. And Tommy Shepard did touch on that a little bit today. So I'll talk about that in a, in a couple minutes here. But um, Bradley Bill, man, he gets some respect. Like I said, all NBA first team, um, all star starter, 30 points a game. I mean, the guy was a leader for the team. They went 17-6 and six to end the season when he was healthy and Russell Westbrook was healthy. So you look at what they did. They started winning games. They went on a 9-10 a game winning streak with Bradley Bill in the game. And then you saw the impact when Bradley Bill didn't play. That's when the Wizards lost games in that second half of the year. So Bradley Bill has had a winning impact on the Wizards. He just has to have some help. He's got to have some guys that can help him out. And this year we have some guys that can help him out, help him out defensively. Um, so he won't exert so much effort on the offensive end. And then, you know, he gets back on the defensive end, he's tired. But that's, that's what separates the great players from the good players. You know, you got to be able to do it on both sides of the ball, no matter how fatigued or how tired you are. So Bradley Bill, like I said, if he can become that two-way player, I think he's a good – I think he's an underrated playmaker. Um, you know, him and Thomas Bryant had that good pick and roll going. Him and Gaff had a good pick and roll going. And he's a solid rebound. I think he's an under, underrated rebounder as well. So um, I'm happy for Bradley Bill. ESPN actually ranked him 11. That is interesting. So I guess he would be over Paul George, Jason Tatum, and Jimmy Butler. Uh, I love Paul George. Uh, I always liked Paul George when he was with the Pacers. Now Paul George, of course, the pandemic B P and playoff P and all this stuff. Um, so he has kind of fell off. But Paul George is still a great player. He stepped up in the playoffs this year without Kawhi. He was huge. You know, everybody had their their memes and stuff ready for to make fun of Paul George. But Paul George stepped up big time. He played well. In the playoffs, so I have no uh, trouble with having Paul George honestly being at to except for him just not showing up in big, in big games. He he has struggled in big games, so that you know I think you you could argue for Bradley Bill being the better player than, than Paul George, but I I see Paul George definitely at, at at top thirteen for sure. So I it's a coin flip. It really is a coin flip with a lot, with a lot of these guys. It really is. Jason Tatum's a great player now. A lot of people were arguing for Kyrie to be in top, in the top fifteen. Kyrie missed a lot of games. That's the knock on him, personal reasons, different things like that. But Kyrie had a great season. He had a heck of a season. I mean, he shot really well from the three, really well from the free throw line, really well from the field. Uh, Kyrie had a great season. But him, if you want to talk about defense too, Kyrie was getting cooked and getting flamed too. There was some 
there was definitely some Wizards game. Russ did whatever he felt like doing to Kyrie, and Bradley Bill could score anytime he felt like doing it on Kyrie. Um, so that, if you want to talk about defense, everybody brings that up about Bradley Bill. Uh, so you definitely got to bring it up, up about Kyrie. So Devin Booker didn't make the top 15. That's where people were kind of, you know, arguing Donovan Mitchell didn't make it. Trey Young, um, yeah, Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell. Those are the guys on the outside looking in that people were arguing. I, I, Donovan Mitchell is better on both sides of the ball. Donovan Mitchell does defend. The Jazz team as a whole, they're just a better, way better defensive team. They're one of the top five defensive teams in the league. So um, Jimmy Butler is more of a two-way player. But, yeah, I do think Paul – I mean, I do think Bradley Bill just had a better year than Jimmy Butler this year and Donovan Mitchell this year. And that's what they're basing it off. Um, so let's get to Tommy Shepard and um, some of his media comments here. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's not impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seamless, seemingly intimidating questioning is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer – Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your park in your pocket. Save time and money when you use a rock auto. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection of reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need from rockauto.com. This episode is also brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news and odds and info for all your sporting needs, including NFL, NBA, and UFC action. For the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. The promo code is locked on. All right, so today it looks like we'll, we're not going to get to the um, nailback questions, so we're going to do that in the next episode. But we it's going to be tough because training camp, I do want to – I would do want to react to Wes Unseld's uh, press conference. I do want to react to some of the news and nuggets that he that we got from that. And I do want to react to media day as well. So that's going to be the schedule. Next week, don't forget, it's going to be back to five days a week. So, you know, you will be locked in every day instead of three days a week with the season coming up. So stay tuned for that. Um, if you are a Wizards junkie, definitely lock in, subscribe uh, for that. So it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit next week. Um, but, yeah, let's get into – uh, some of the news and nuggets here. So Tommy, Tommy Shepard, this is my favorite one right here. You know, I, you know, I am a Daniel Gafford stand here. Uh, go, go Gafford. He says um, he sees Daniel Gafford's growth exponentially. Uh, he said Daniel Gafford, who was projected as the opening starter with Harold coming off the bench, uh, also said that Thomas, Thomas Bryant is not going to be expected to be available for the start of the season. Uh, he said he's going to be ready in December. So um, he did say that Daniel Gafford is going to be the starting center. Uh, he said he doesn't yeah, he doesn't expect Thomas Bryant to be ready until maybe December. He expects Daniel Gafford to start and Montrezl Harrell to follow off of the bench. So I think that was the obvious pick there. I've been talking about rotations this whole offseason because it's just so interesting because we have so many solid players. Uh, we You know, it's Bradley Bill, and then it's Tier 1, and then after that, Spencer Dinwiddie, and then you got the Lakers guys. 
And then, you know, you got guys like uh, Denny and Davies and Rui. We have so many guys at that three and four spot. We just drafted Corey Kispert. Isaiah, we got Isaiah Todd as well, um, KCP as well. So uh, we just have so many guys. They're going to be fighting for minutes. Aaron Holiday, Ronald Neto fighting for minutes at that point guard spot. So it's just intriguing to see, you know, Thomas Bryant really is that wild card. He really is because he shot 40% from the three-point line. Didn't shoot a lot of threes, but he was good from the three-point line. And we know how good of a finisher Thomas Bryant is. He has that touch around the rim. He's a good finisher. He will dunk and, and finish strongly. And he has post moves. He does. He just, you know, defensively, he, you know, we're, we're expecting more from him as a shot blocker and a rim protector. But like I said, you can argue that he's the most skilled offensively big man on the roster between him. Harold Harold is ridiculous. He's really good offensively. You know, he was six man of the year. He's just a bucket getter. He's a microwave scorer on the bench. But honestly, at times, there's some times where Thomas Bryant, when he gets going, he has that touch around the rim. He is super skilled around the rim. He's getting better each year. Um, so he is that wild card. But I do think Dale Gafford is just – I think he's better suited to start for this roster or for any team. I think if he actually plays 25 minutes or more, I do think he can be an automatic double-double. I think he can be Clint Capella or similar to him, Jared Allen, um, Mitchell Robinson, Nerlens Noel. Um, DeAndre Jordan, when he was with the Clippers, when he was, you know, still athletic and, and finishing around that time, uh, I just see all those bigs. I feel like, you know, even Rudy, Rudy Gobert, I feel like, I feel like Daniel Gaffer can do all the things those guys do. I think he's just as skilled, if not just as good or has the potential to be better if he can just get shape. And I think the only thing against him really is getting in shape and not fouling. He has to stay out of foul trouble has to stay out of foul trouble but like I said that Zion game where he just kept blocking Zion Williamson he was hunting Zion uh Daniel Gaffer he just won me over from that game even the first game against the Pistons where he just came in and caught a lob that's what we need we needed an athletic center that can finish around the rim and run and actually protect the rim you know this guy had multiple multiple games with two blocks or more in the playoff game our one win against the Sixers I had a double-double in that game, played his butt off. You know, I just think he's going to have good chemistry with, with uh, Spencer Dinwiddie as well. So I was excited to hear that from Tommy Shepard. But I think that was an obvious thing. I think Montrezl Harrell, he's just known for coming off the bench. And that's just his role. That's where he's going to – that's where his role is going to be um, in the league forever. So uh, a quick update on Denny Avdia. He says Denny um, is doing everything full speed. He hasn't jumped into any scrimmages just yet out of caution per Tommy Shepard. But Tommy did say that he will be playing – uh, in the preseason. So I'm excited to hear that. That's a good update right there. Um, identity. He says, Tommy Shepard, Tommy Shepard said they're going to look at uh, Bradley Bills at def- being a defensive quarterback for the team, piggybacking off the role he was get- going to have for the Olympic team. So that is interesting. You know, Bradley Bill, um, you know, he wasn't, you know, we, we did want to see more from him on the defensive side last year. So it will be interesting. He was, you know, supposed to be that defensive stopper for the USA team in the Olympics in the exhibition games, even though they lost, those games that Bradley Bill played, he he was trying to lock down, and you could see the effort, and you could just see the, the 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 determination in his eyes that he was more focused and locked in on the defensive side. So it will be interesting to see him being a defensive quarterback. Um, Tommy Shepard said that uh, Bertans is looking for fantastic. He has full health, so you know Davies Bertans did not come in healthy last year. He was out of shape. It was a little fluffy last year. So it will be interesting to see Davis Bertans coming in with a full, you know, training camp, being able to train over the summer instead of, you know, him not being able to train overseas in Latvia because of COVID. And then he was in that FIBA Olympics or whatever it was. Uh, he did play in that. Um, Tommy Shepard um, talked about Rui and his Olympic experience. He called it a huge and pretty draining experience for Rui. So the only way to get big game experiences is to play in big games. And uh, Rui did that. You know, he was the number one option. He played well. He played well against Luka Doncic and Played really well in, in the um, in the Olympics. You know, he was a big time player, and he knew that he was the number one option. That's just something that's different 
here in DC, he's never he's never been the number one option uh, so far in the NBA. Um, Tommy Shepard on working with West Unsell Jr. He said he's a calm, level-headed guy. I can definitely see that uh, about um, West Unsell Jr. So it will be interesting to see him coach the Washington Wizards. You know, um, with that cool, calm, and collected attitude that he has or charisma that he has. Um, and they did, they did a lot of pumping up of Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill's been a great player for the Washington Wizards. You know, he is the face of the franchise. He's been in the league for ten years. They talked about him. Uh, when he went to the Florida Gators football game, just the moments that he's done, you know, him being a father and being an AAU coach as well for the Bradley Bill elite team, uh, just the things he does for charity. So they did a lot of good you – know, Tommy Shepard just – he did a – he gave Bradley Bill a lot of praise um, for – during the press conference. So um, that's all I got for news and nuggets for the press conference. He did mention Aaron Holiday's ability to work with, with Raul Neto, so maybe we're not – so, yeah, he, he said uh, – he did mention Aaron Holiday's ability to work with Howell Meadows. So maybe we will get some small guard lineups. We'll see about that. I know uh, I wasn't a fan of the small guard lineups. We got torched uh, last year with the mismatches with all small guard lineups. So I'll wrap it up here and then I'll see you guys next week. We'll be talking about media day and training camp. I hope everybody has a good weekend. Um, this episode is brought to you by Locked on Bets. Uh, betting on the NFL NBA it doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day on the Locked on Bets podcast. Brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Wizards. Follow the Locked on Wizards on Twitter at Locked on Wizards. Um, you can make sure you follow me on Twitter as well, EDT Triple O F A Double T. You guys have a great weekend and hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.